to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, good, well, good enough. We're good enough. That's what we're all about. Hey, welcome to episode hundred and twenty-six, five. I don't know. I've lost count. Uh, 126. I just opened up the iPad. Uh, welcome back. We've sort of in between weeks. We missed a week. Should we just start again? No, we'll keep going. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Chris. All right. If in doubt, edit it out. Um, so we had the Great Pumpkin Carnival. That took up a lot of time for everyone involved. Yes. So That wasn't last weekend. That was the weekend before. Yes, but we haven't done a podcast since. Since. Yeah, okay, just just check. Yep, and all my pumpkin events roll into one, so uh, Great Pumpkin Carnival, and then Weekend Just Been, I was in Gisborne for their event. What was that called? Uh, the Bushmary Arms Giant Pumpkin Festival. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. Whoops. But but tell us about the Great Pumpkin Carnival first. Uh, Great Pumpkin Carnival was really good. I think we had the most people, the weather was good. Most people we've ever had. Yeah, it seemed yep. to be. You know, it was pretty packed. It was very say. packed. Uh, lots of crazy Asians touching things, so we have to uh, work on that. Not as many pumpkins, though, which is sort of good because I was, again, on the pumpkin lifting crew. Um, we had those young people, though. Oh, yeah, they, they were great, actually. They've they uh, tripled in size since last year. They, they have because I looked at one of the photo, uh, one of the videos from, from last year and I was like, that's that kid, but now he's like a, a giant. Foot, foot yeah. taller. They must be hitting the gym as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so the pumpkin growing season was pretty bad all around the country, so... Yeah. Not um, as many pumpkins. Bad end, uh, beginning of the season? With bad the... beginning here and a bad ending of season like down in Gisborne. Oh, really? So they just had, uh, well, they had all that crazy rain. Probably didn't yep. help too much. Cool. Okay. So that was all good. Lots of driving and um, back into it. Wow. You know, four days of work. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good for me. But um, the pumpkin carnival, that is, like I said, not too much stuff that I had to uh, move. Okay. And... And and uh, then tell us about Gisborne. Yeah, Gisborne was great. Um, hadn't been before, so this is the first time in maybe six years or something that they had their event on a different day to us. So I went down and Tim went. Tim's the uh, current record holder in New Zealand for the heaviest pumpkin at 789.5. So it was good. I went down Friday. He came down Saturday. Yep. They had quite a big one there, but it was an exhibition. They didn't like... Yeah, 574 kilos. Yep. So that's Jared. So we went and saw that getting lifted. Yeah. Which was cool. Yeah. Are you Have you put that video online? No, it's going tonight at 7. So by the time people hear this, you can check it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll link to the official uh, video in the Giant Pumpkins NZ uh, website. Yep. Yep. So, which is so Sam's website if you didn't get that. But there you go. Just in case. So, on the, <laughs> so obviously, Edgecombe... Edgecombe's like flooded and you can't go. You'll like this story. Edgecombe's flooded and you can't go to Edgecombe, right? So on the way down, I went to Rotorua and then on the way through Fakatane and all that and to Gisborne. So that was all good. No worries. Heaps of roads were closed. Heaps of barriers and cones everywhere. This is for flooding. And stuff. Yeah. And detours. So you couldn't go Tauranga all the way down State 2 through Edgecombe. As you, you normally you, would. You, you explain that as if I have the foggiest idea what it's you're talking okay. about. They you, carry on. You yeah. just can't go down that coast all the right. way down. So on the way back, uh, in my head, I thought, oh, it's uh, 60, I think it was 69 kilometers to Rotorua. And I was like, no, no, I'll go Tauranga this time. And, oh, that road isn't blocked off anymore. 
there's no signs, no nothing. And 200 metres before this turn-off, there was a little sign that says detour ends. So I was like, sweet, don't need to worry about any signs. So I'm going along. Unbeknownst to me, I'm actually heading towards Edgecombe. And uh, yeah, there's a big factory and you go around the corner. And as I'm coming into Edgecombe, there's uh, a massive amount of fire crews on my right with a fire um, command centre. There's a TV network news cameraman and woman ready to go live for 6 o'clock news. Uh, there's cop cars in front of me blocking the road. And then when I stop, some army guy jumped out from somewhere. I don't know where he appeared from. And he says, oh, where are you trying to go? And I said, uh, there's no signs at the end of the road saying I can't come this way. But I'm guessing I can't go through there to Tauranga. He goes, no, please turn around. Oh, God. So once I got onto that road, it was like 90, it was an extra 30 kilometers to Tauranga. And then from Tauranga to here. So I should have gone right around. But <laughs> in hindsight. Yeah. Well, I had the... Uh, 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 a thing with the cops the other day. Oh, a, a thing. thing. A thing. A, an encounter with the police. Did they breath test you? No, no. I um, I was. I, I finished work. Let we, me think what I was doing. Is this a late finish? Uh, this was. When was this? This was Saturday afternoon. That's right. Okay. So I finished quite early, actually. I finished at two, two thirty, three okay. o'clock, maybe. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I'm heading down um, River Road, and I thought I'll go right to the end of River Road, turn left, so I can go up and get my, um, you know, my boiler bags from the Indian place. The Indian place. And as I'm coming down that last pit of River Road, I see police sirens and that at the intersection. Ambulance. Oh, yeah, I know. So what I'm this like, is. oh yeah, yeah, do a UE. So I do a UE, back up round um, Chato Street and yeah. back on the yeah. great. Grey Street, all the way back to my shopping centre, get my thing. Think, oh, maybe it's over now. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, because I had no idea what it was. I'll right? throw it on the paper. So I mind. turned around, went down the corner, and they're letting traffic go down there, but then they're turning them all into that side road behind the school that goes yep. back around. And I'm like, oh. So I turn around the side road, and I'm like, I'll just park and I'll walk across the bridge because I'm close enough to home and I can't be bothered. <laughs> so I get out and I start walking back and I'm carrying my boiling bags and a shopping bag. That, that, and, that's the number one uh, problem yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And then the cop that's directing traffic points to me and points me in another direction. I'm like, I just parked so I could walk across the bridge. You can't go across that bridge. I was like, okay, that's my mistake. I thought it was blocked to traffic, but it's blocked to pedestrians too. Yeah. So yeah, back in the car, background. Cobham Drive, but yeah, I felt like a bit of a dick because I thought because it just it, it didn't occur to me that it would be blocked for pedestrians and traffic. I just figured it was for traffic, but yeah, the guy actually died on the uh, on the footpath there. So yes, versus a bus, eh? Yeah, car versus bus. Yeah. I, I I haven't read anything about it. But I suspect because um, Tash said it drifted across the centre line into the bus. I'm like, and they were doing uh, CPR on the guy. I'm like, he probably had a heart attack before he hit the bus. You know, that's why possibly, dri- possibly that's the usually line. what happens. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, oh, I can't imagine that happening. I'm like, happens a lot. Yeah, I think it happens. A and bit. they can work it out usually. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them are medical. Yeah, because if they see it decelerate like straight away, and then go off the road, like yeah. it's already decelerating, they know the guy's not in charge of the vehicle. Anyway, so um, my week has been. Weeks have been pretty frantic. Frantic um, in Chris land. Oh, man. So last week was uh, 10 hour days, 10 to 12 hour days. Um, Don't envy that at all. And um, and I worked Saturday. 
I had Sunday off. I had some things to do, and I totally lost the plot and didn't do any of them. Uh, partly because I drank four big kingfishers on Saturday night, and is, I was hungover. Is that what you've got? <laughs> you've got That's that. what I've got pouring here. here. Here is the sound of a kingfisher. That sounds pretty good. It's gorgeous. It's eight percent too. Woo-hoo. Big bottles. So uh, after four of them, Chris probably made no sense. I was a mess. Well, I was really hungover the next day too, I've got to say. And then I went to the gym and my whole week of not doing anything remotely close, or two weeks of doing anything remotely close to exercise, um, I was was pretty stuffed. So anyway, that was... um, Have you... uh uh, this isn't anything to do with what you just said, but yeah, yeah, this is the, the most awkward. Um, I'm trying to do a segue tra- ever. I yeah, know I was on. going to say, uh, were you going balls out? But uh, that might not be the right term. <laughs> Testicular Cancer New Zealand has got a um, a hashtag on the go called "Go Balls Out." And <laughs> you, have you heard about this? Or you no, just check no, it out no, now? no. I'm just laughing at what you're saying. Okay, so they're taking on testic- testicular cancer. Yeah, and the idea is. You go out and you exercise and you track your walk and you make a shape of cock and balls. <laughs> what? Nationwide campaign um, to help uh, raise money, awareness, and uh, about symptoms and that. And uh, yeah. And so you can show your mates. Go, oh, I drew a big balls in the park. Yep. So interesting that whoever came up with you that. You have to um, get that image. Um, so he, Sam's just shown me an image of a map, like a Google map type overview, with these red lines that uh, obviously create an image of, yeah, basically a graffiti-like image. So uh, we'll, we'll have those in the show notes for you to look at. And uh, something you don't want to be doing if you do have testicular cancer is what Sir Colin Meads has been doing. He's been downing to Kitty Gold water. Um, he thinks it's amazing, and he's he was pretty adamant that um, it was helping him with his cancer battle at the moment, and he got the doctors to retest them to see how far it will spread, and they said it hasn't spread further, but we highly doubt to Kitty Gold water is really doing anything. Um, it cost you 100 bucks for a two-liter bottle, and um, you're advised to drink 600 mils a day for eight weeks. So it's 17 bottles. So it'll cost you about $1,700 to have this amu- amazing pure cure to kitty gold uh, water, Mother Nature in a spray, it says in the bottle. And um, effectively, what is it? What do you think it is? The, the experts reckon you shouldn't have it. Um, Sir Colin Meads is all about it. And the reason he's all about it is this guy called Vern Coxhead, who's the Taranaki dairy farmer and inventor of Tekiri Goldwater, turned up and says, oh, you should try this. Um, I'm going to say it's some sort of urine from some animal. Uh, It's pretty much diluted bleach. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's going to help. So, And the funny thing here is he doesn't actually pay for it. They give it to him, and he doesn't know how much it costs. Um, And... uh, yeah. That's sad in so many ways. I mean, if dude, he, if you had cancer and somebody says, I'll give you this stuff for free, it's usually worth 1700 bucks and it'll, guarantee, it'll cure your cancer, I'd be giving it a go, you know? Yeah, but, no, he is. He's trying everything. Yeah, yeah, and, but at the same time, if I'm, you know, famous in New Zealand, world famous in New Zealand, I don't know that I'd be telling He doesn't see it. a problem with speaking his mind. I just tell him that it helped me. I just say I take it. 
Uh, Dr. Sean Holt, who lectures on natural medicines and clinical trials at Victoria Uni, wishes celebrities wouldn't comment about unproven remedies. Uh, so this guy needs... If he gets 300 people to do it at the recommended eight-week dose, he gets half a million dollars for some bleach in a bottle. How's that for marketing? That's... Yeah, and it is all marketing. It is all marketing. I'll tell you something here that isn't all marketing. Yep. The Manchester-based Maimanu. It's quite good name, mate. Maimanu. Has uh, released a set of wireless earbuds capable of translating between 37 different languages in real time. Do these exist? Yep. Or are they... No, it's, it's, it's already launched. Oh. When paired to a smartphone, the buds, uh, earbuds automatically detect the language being spoken and can provide a spoken translation within a sentence or two. So you'll be listening to the last sentence while they're speaking the next one yeah. type thing. Uh, importantly, the clicks, because uh, it's called a click, C-L-I-K-S, or C-L-I-K, uh, the clicks built-in chip uh, enables offline processing and can last six hours on a single charge. And we'll also integrate with virtual assistants like Siri and Google Assistant. Uh, and whatever that new one is that's coming out. Samsung's weird one. Oh, yeah. Can't remember the name of that off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, the thing is, as, as computing gets faster, we're going to get more of this. Um, I've got another good one here. Um, these ones, I must say, are from Peter Diamandis, who sent me an email with some interesting stuff in it. Graphene-based sieve turns seawater into drinking water. So scientists uh, from the University of Manchester recently created a graphene-based sieve that can filter the salts from seawater. That's how fine it is. Mm. Typically, the ability to manage it, uh, manufacture graphene-based barriers is, at scale is quite difficult. But by using the chemical derivative graphene oxide this material now can be produced by simple oxidation in the lab and it beats a single layered graphene in terms of scalability and cost so this is a big deal because as we know um, drinking water is rapidly disappearing from our land so everywhere around the world mainly because they're taking what five billion litres a day and selling it overseas in New Zealand. Yeah, that's what we do. Um, that guy with the bleach water is probably taking a fair whack of it. Um, <laughs> so that'll be interesting to see because they'd have to turn that into a scalable product that can process. Cause it's, yeah, when it's in a lab, it, it doesn't yeah. mean... Because as a filter, it, I assume it can get clogged up eventually. So they've got to have a mechanism to clean out a filter. Yeah, no, I think they just replace it. Uh, they just get more but of you, them. But I but mean... Yeah. I, I'd be interested to see what comes out of that because um, they do have uh, desalinate. What do they call them? The plants. Desalination plants. That's the word. Yeah. So. Actually, did you see the new? Um, I only saw a video of it. I didn't save it to Trello. I wish I had, and I'll have to look at for it afterwards. But the new V Dub uh, concept autonomous vehicle. No. AV. So it doesn't have a steering wheel at all. No, it doesn't need one. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the way it should be. In fact, I don't think they should face forward. I think that they should face. Four facing each other, like so, it's like a party. Oh, I think uh, I've seen a concept car where there is two. Yeah, two. well, I, I, I don't, don't I, and, and I don't know if that's what Volkswagen have done because I just saw the beginning of the video and I was like, oh, I must talk about that. But um, yeah, it's it's on the road, it's driving around oh. um, with no steering wheel, which is great. I'm all for no steering wheel and no way humans can interact and screw it up and hit me when I'm on a motorbike. That's right. Um, I've found a product. 
that's going to be a Kickstarter but isn't yet. Uh, so I don't know when it will become one, but Adam Curry, who's usually touted as the man that brought the first podcast revolution, um, he's did podcasting forever way back in the day before anyone else did it. Okay. Um, and he's one of the main guys that told everyone how to do it. So I'm just raising my glass right now to him. Yeah, he's built a little box and he's calling it Small Batch Audio. And it's basically a little box that contains everything. So when you record, you get all that equipment in this little box. Um, and you sound like so a So you mean like broadcaster. all this equipment we've got on a desk right now that we actually don't even have plugged in because no. we're using the little Zoom. But that's the thing. Like This is like pro audio quality. Yeah. But he sort of said, oh, you know, this is what we've done, blah, blah, blah. Who wants to do the Kickstarter? Uh, I'm in two minds. And one mind How is, much? Uh, don't know. Has no idea. Like, because oh, it hasn't happened. It hasn't yet. even happened. So on one hand, it sounds really, really good. But on the other hand, if you've got something like the Zoom H5 that we're using right now, we usually sound why really do, good. Yeah. Why do we need anything else? So I don't know. I yeah, don't know and if it's unproven, a, and yeah. we know how many of those tech um, Kickstarters fail. Oh, I just got a text from um, Adam. Price has gone up. Damn, that's my flights to Nevada. I have. I put off calling Adam back uh, to do this podcast. Oh, no, sorry, and yeah. so um, you guys have just cost me money. I'm just saying that. I'm just putting that. I don't think anyone. Maybe gonna, I need a Kickstarter to get me. I to don't Nevada. think no one's going to pay. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to feel bad about that. Um, Jeremy will be listening. Yeah, and no. he, Jeremy was quite happy that we didn't record with you drunk the other day. Yes, um, yes. I, uh, so we there was a potential for me to be recorded doing our podcast the other day, um, but by the time Sam got home, I was somewhat inebriated. Uh, Jeremy's still uh, dealing with the fallout of episode 100. Check that out. And he Christmas. saw it live. And he was there. He, and, yeah. he, and then he listened to it later and went, oh my so God, So listen to that at uh, the ChrisandSamPodcast.com. Or, or, or don't. No, or you should, don't. You should. <laughs> Actually, and if you're listening to podcasts, check out S-Town. It's the new one by Serial uh, People. Um, yeah, I got it. Uh, I still have to look at that. I haven't. I've listened to every, I've listened to all of it. It's it's very good, very very. I found it quite interesting, and but it didn't go where I thought it was going to go. All right. So that's the only thing I'll say about that. But check it out. S Town uh, stands for Shit Town. If you're wondering, <laughs> we can say that on this podcast. They can't say it on theirs. <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see John Clark died yesterday? John Clark, come the on. The cricketer? No. Fred Dagg. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I, heard, I saw that, yeah. You saw that? Yeah. So, oh, no. No, I didn't. I'm thinking of... Um, I don't know what you're thinking of. I'm thinking it's of the guy that did Foot Rock Flats. Murray Ball. Murray Ball. No, Murray Ball died a couple of weeks ago and he I had know. Alzheimer's. I was like, that was a while ago. I, yeah, I, yeah, no, no. No, uh, I, I didn't realize. John, John Clark, Clark was going no. for a hike in Australia at age uh, 68. And uh, just died of natural causes. He's he's not old. That's not old. Sixty eight's not old. No, I mean it's just around the corner for you, really, isn't it? <sighs> yeah, because uh, I'm fit. Fish. Maybe I should have another kingfisher and think about that. Uh, <laughs> contemplate life and rock away in the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to say something, but you totally very profound. Of me. Very it's profound. To- totally offside of me with the the John Clark thing. That's really sad. If it weren't for your gum boots, where would you be? Yep, that's the You'd one. You'd be in the hospital, uh, the infirmary. You'd I forgot to tell you the United, <laughs> the United Airlines story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, so this guy got forcibly removed. I forgot to tell you he's a doctor, actually. 
oh, he was a doctor. Yeah. So Sam's like, um, just before we started, I was like, oh, there's some complications. I've got to get hold of, uh, I've got to get hold of Adam about our tickets to Nevada. Can I do this call now? Sam's like, no, 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 I've got to go. I've only got a bit of limited time for this. Let's do the call. Um, and then he goes, as soon as we we were setting up, he goes. I bet you he's just realized it's on United and <laughs> we might get beaten up yeah. because he's a doctor. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, so that was, check that out. There's so many memes. It's great. Cracking me up. Oh, yeah. So link to some of the memes because I can't be bothered trying to find them myself. Yeah, once I do the show notes, Chris goes back and has a look and catches up with what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm not much further than you. The listener. The only I, difference is he's here, um, <laughs> sort of in mind and body. And then later I listen to myself and go, oh, is that what I meant? <laughs> uh, so you're about to book these flights, is that right? Well, so when I get on the phone, I'll work yeah. your head out. So you got a price earlier, and yep. that's gone up apparently. Yeah, apparently. Although if he's checking the website a second time and he hasn't cleared his cookies, they do that on purpose. I hope he realizes that. I will tell him that when I call. I had actually heard that. They do, yeah. They, it's a travel tip there. You've got to clear all your cation cookies. Yeah. And or go in incognito mode. Yeah. Because uh, if you don't, they'll be like, oh, you've come back. And they give you the artificial urgency. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, check out kayak.com because, man, that finds some weird airlines to fly with. You could be flying with, like, Turkish Airlines to somewhere and then go somewhere with cheap ass. Yeah, well, we we had like three flights to get to Las Vegas. Yeah, we were, no, was it more than that? It was Auckland to LA, LA to San Francisco, San Francisco to to Vegas, which almost seems like a bit of a dance don't, around there. Really, don't know who knows what's happening with the flights, but I can guarantee you there'll be some sort of story that Chris is going to bring back. Yep, and um, I, I pretty much be. I pretty much have to go. Yeah, um, <laughs> you have to ring Adam. Yep. So we're going to wrap this up. It's a little bit of a shorty, but that's okay. How short? Uh, I'm not going to tell you. Just enough. Okay. Um, Sam's going to put some relaxing music on the end of this. for to, to Actually, what eat. I should do, just because I'm good to you listeners out there, the fans of the Chris and Sam podcast, how about some Laugh of Chris? It's been a long time. I might have to mix up something. Okay. If you want to put a mix of Laugh of Chris as an apology for us being late. Oh, we're busy. Been super busy. And we have to work out how we're going to record podcasts when I work evenings and you work your hours you do now. So my new hours, I start at, I get up at four and I'm at the office at five. In the morning. And then, yeah, five in the morning. And hopefully I get home before three, four. Yeah. So that those days are okay if I'm working mornings. Yeah. But if I work nights, I won't see you for seven days. Yeah, true. We'll work that shit out. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in and listening to us again on the Chris and Sam podcast. Um, so, where do people find us, Sam? Just Google us. <laughs> Gotta go. We're that good. <laughs> All right. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.